0: Secrets from a coach, thrive and maximise your potential in the evolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson of Phenomenal Training. Debs. Laura, you all right? I'm all right. Do you know what, though, Debs? Go on. I could have done with just another week before September started. <laughs>
1: You wanted to add a week uh, onto August.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like the conversion from the 29th of December to suddenly 4th of January, you know, and everything is just kind of kicked off again. And I always think this is so fascinating, that August bank holiday that we have here in the UK. One minute you're kind of there thinking about what to cook on the barbecue, and the next minute, oh my goodness, you know, it all kind of starts again. So I think September, well, it's the start of our third season. So this is episode 52. And uh, we made the decision, didn't we, devs that September's going to be all about new ways of working because uh, I don't know about you, it just feels like a lot of these rules and these unwritten rules have changed. Um, so while we're all kind of, you know, desperate for change because everything got a little bit boring and locked down and repetitive... Um, Things have changed so much so, <laughs> I'm not quite sure what all these languages and all these terms and all these phrases are. So, uh, what have you been finding out that you can bring to us and our listeners to help <laughs> us get set up for September?
1: Get set up for September with that, as you say, the new rules and new ways of working. And I think the one thing that sort of has been coming up again is this hybrid. Remote, flexible, what word are we using? Is it a combination of both? Is it What does it even mean? So um, I did some homework, Lore, um, in readiness for starting school um, and I found oh, oh, out... Oh, let me nick
0: it, Debs. All right,
1: then, you <laughs> can have it. it. <laughs> you can copy off me. <laughs> email it over. <laughs> I'll email it over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you'll get... We'll both get gold stars, which is very exciting, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> That's it, teamwork. That's teamwork. right. Teamwork. That's the one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so what you found out then? All these words, what do they actually mean?
1: All these words and what do they mean? So, um, you know, there's been quite a lot of talk around about, so this hybrid working. And I know we mentioned before that, you know, up until... A car. You know, the only way we knew what hybrid meant was through a cars and that it was going to have the nice blue badge around the, somewhere on the car to tell you you plugged it in or did whatever. I'm not technical in that space. But you know, when it's now been adopted into the world of work. Um, so the actual definition that I found, or one of many, there are loads, but I quite like this one, was the hybrid work is the blending of in-office and remote working. And it's the, um, it's the bit that enables um, somebody who you work with um, to be able to blend and divide their time between actually commuting to an office and, and working from other locations. Um, and so, therefore, it's that mix of full-time remote and full-on-site employees. They can blend it depending on what's going on for them. So that's hybrid working yeah. at the moment.
0: Yeah, right. Okay, so a bit of battery power and yeah. a bit of kind of a, a bit of residual battery power. That's your remote working and then a bit of kind of plug in kind of, you know, the they're back right. Okay, cool. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is is how come it is so difficult to it interests me devs that there were loads of definitions flying around because yes. It's, it's very tricky to be empowered if you don't know how to explain, well, this is what I want or this is what I don't want. Do you know, it reminds me, there was a DJ friend of mine and I remember asking them once, what's the difference between happy house, happy hardcore house, UK garage, garage... (laughs) trance, <laughs> euphoric trance, what's the difference? Because actually, <laughs> I felt a bit bewildered and I felt right. like I couldn't really enjoy dance music because I didn't feel like I was expert enough to be able to, you know, know what to say. And he said, basically, a lot of people like to make things sound more complicated than what it is. It's four beats of the bar and it makes you feel good, you know. And so whatever you choose to call it is um, is kind of the basic of it. The main thing is you enjoy it. And it doesn't really matter if you know the exact language or not. What's going to work for you. And of course, the challenge with hybrid working, of which we're the first generation to work it through, is key conversations I've been having with people at the moment is, do I buy a full season ticket that may cost less per day to do that train again? Or do I keep buying single tickets that then, you know, suddenly you're now evaluating, is it worth me going in if you are... Um, fortunate enough to be able to have choice. And uh, for many organisations, that you know, it's a challenge. How do you then ensure that there's this one-size-fits-one, we, as we've talked before? So what have you been picking up then in your homework that you've been doing around hybrid?
1: You may remember back in February of this year, um, Clara Mentis, who, um, as you know, are, are good people that we've worked with over years, actually, um, yeah, wrote people. a report, actually, back in February, saying... Um, And I'm going to quote what they've put in their report. So, um, And we'll let people have access to this so they can click in and find it. Um, But they're saying, uh, based on their research, that 73% of the UK workers want to split their time between home and office working after the pandemic. Now, that was back in February 21. So they'd already started thinking about how we can do that. And that that returning to an office for some organisations is never going to happen Um, And what they said, you know, actually when they did a bit of a deeper dive, on average, 73% want to work from home for around two thirds of their working week and spend around a third of their time working from the office. So that bit around that working remotely and working from the office, you know, when you think about that, you know, what does that mean for people? How do we balance that? Um, and it was just because they they wanted to be able to have that flexibility. They wanted to be able to have that good life-work balance. They wanted to be able to still do the things they were doing. Um, and they wanted to have that opportunity where, you know, they said um, an office where I can just drop in and co-work with my team when it suits me or us, um, as opposed to set days of each week when the whole company has to be in the office. So it's really interesting that back that in is. February we were talking about, or Claramentis was certainly doing their research around it um, because of the work that they do, um, even starting to think about, well, what does that mean? And I think even since February it's starting to evolve again and, and it's going to keep on evolving. But yeah, one of the stats that I was fascinated with that they came out with was that that age group, and I know we don't mean to be ageists, but their research showed that those that are aged forty-five to fifty-four are the most likely age group to prefer working from home a hundred percent of the time, uh, whereas um, just a fifteen percent of eighteen to twenty-four-year-olds would want to do the same. So that age thing again comes into yeah. it.
0: And um for anyone that's interested in this, we had such an interesting conversation about this, didn't we? I think it was back on Podcast 50 about um hybrid working and how age, you know, the different demographics might have, kind of have a different motivator from that. Wow, gosh. Now, that's really interesting about how being able to pick and choose the days that you want. Because certainly some of the uh, wrinkles... <laughs> that I think organisations are having to iron out right now is (laughs) is, do I have to come in on the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? What happens if I've got something that comes up on the Tuesday? Can I swap my days? And so many organisations, I think at the moment, purely from a logistics point of view, are having to say, no, it's either Tuesday or, you know, that's the day you've got. So, um, yeah, I do think it's really interesting, which is why it's so important for us to tool up with this, get educated, set up for September, new school year, get educated in some these kind of new terms and new phrases. So, hybrid is a bit of in, a bit of out. What is some of the ho- other hot words? <laughs> so, unlike the
1: hokey-cokey, where you put unlike one bit in hokey-cokey. and one bit out. Of
0: course, the other one it, was the <laughs> it was the hokey-cokey I was thinking of, Deb, as I'm gig- giggling smutterly from the back row in geography. So, um, yeah, so tell us, what other uh, hot words are useful for us to get into the lingo of?
1: Yeah, so the other one that comes up again is remote work. Now, that has been around for a little time, um, but it's this ability, the working style, if you like, that allows people to work outside of a traditional office environment. Um, And it's based on that whole concept um, that work doesn't need to be done in a specific place. It can be, you know, to make it successful, you can actually do it anyway, which is what a lot of us have actually ended up doing, is remote working. And it's only this bit now where we've got the hybrid attached to that, where it becomes that blend of remote and hybrid and that's where this is all coming from around it um and this bit around you know what is what is an appropriate workplace now you know what is it is it some people have office in their you know an office in their home some are on the kitchen table some like to you know just go into a coffee shop now um you know that remote working was that you know because it really offers people more of a flexible lifestyle, which ultimately helps their well-being um, and enables them to do the things that they want to do. It can renew their passion for their job um, and actually create higher product productivity as well at some point. So even though this word about, well, people aren't being as productive working from home, actually that's not true. You know, they're finding, you know, that people are still being more productive, um, which is a good thing. But on the so on the other side, then it's there's more of a risk of this burnout and work yeah, overload overwork. and merging. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I know it sounds like it's stating the kind of the obvious, but actually, even just a reminder of remote working doesn't automatically mean working from home. Remote working is where I'm tethering in on some kind of device that means I can be virtually connected and with mobile phones now, that could be in the middle of a field, couldn't it? You could be camping and still work, which is hence the risk of, uh, you know, kind of overwork. So I think it's also going to be interesting to see trends that emerge in... Let's say you've got someone who is desperate to go back to a social office environment five days a week, but either their office no longer has bricks and mortar space or they're only allowed to go back, um, you know, a couple of days a week and they prefer to be 100%. I think that's also another interesting thing where you might have someone who could work from home, choosing to go to another remote space. So collaborative working in a hub space or in a local coffee shop, you know, as you said, where there's that feeling of being able to socialise and yet you have that flexibility. So I know that's something that I might think about is if if over time I think, you know, I'm getting a bit sick and tired of working in my house and everything being here. Actually, remote working is a reminder of, well, you don't have to go in physically to an office. You could set up a place that's local to where you are that Fits your needs. So who knows? The the worker of, of the of the future may have four different places that they store their tea bags yeah. <laughs> to have that kind of you know office that's kind of everywhere. So yeah. I think that'll be interesting to see because not many of us have been working from a hammock on a exotic you know beach. So remote working when it was originally pitched, you know, work any place, anywhere, and you could be having a pina colada and check your email. But not many of us. <laughs> equate remote working to that but that certainly is a bit of a reminder actually remote working is not just working from home it's working from an environment that is tethered to an office yeah and that could be anywhere
1: it could be anywhere absolutely and I think you know that's the difference I think also with hybrid working is that it gives everyone the flexibility to find the workplace that works for them so as you said that mix of coming into the office on maybe two or three days a week um, or and then working from home. Or they can blend that with remote and rather than work at home, they can go and work somewhere else. So this is where the two of them are becoming meshed together um, to sort of try and work out what that looks like. And I know, um, you know, speaking to a couple of people last week because they're starting to think about that, you know, what does that mean? Um, and I think that bit around the you know around hybrid working the you know the benefits to somebody's their well-being i think is is huge because you know it means that somebody doesn't have to be forced into either an all remote or a fully in-person environment and i think that giving them people that autonomy to choose i think can make it you know better People are more engaged, people feel that they um, are allowed to, if you like, they're trusted. And as we've seen that, and you've, you know, looked at some research as well, Law, before about the productivity, it hasn't, it hasn't gone down. It's actually probably increased, you know. So they get more for the, you know, money for their buck from people, if you like, because they're working really hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um you mentioned flexible working at the start. So I mean, you're you're um, you know, you were HR. Pu- that was f- f- yeah, back in the day. <laughs> so, I mean, flexible working—this isn't a new term, is it? But no, what's the 2021 autumn winter uh, um, syllabus around flexible working?
1: Yeah, and it is still the same. If you like description of it, is that um, it's it's basically a, it's the term is used to describe um, any other working arrangement than the traditional nine to five. And that is still, I haven't found another definition that brings it up into post-pandemic world. It's still everything I've looked at so far. Maybe somebody has come up with one and I haven't found it yet. But that flexible working is the non-traditional working arrangements that takes account of somebody's personal needs. um, And it does involve a degree of working from home. So yeah, that's interesting how that one is probably going to be looked at even more um, and people are putting in more flexible working requests, as we said, you know. And therefore, what do we do? But in theory, it's you know, it's 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 outside of the traditional nine to five, which you could say is our twenty four seven working. That's way out of nine to five. What is nine yeah. to five now? We ask, must that, dolly ask Dolly a- that one. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Ask Dolly, <laughs> and then also ask a farmer. So ask a yes. farmer when, you yes. know, this... So it just struck me as, listen, you talk about how what a small number of people that must have suited at the time at which these kind of standards were sort of imprinted down you know nine to five that's the time you start that's the time you end and that was probably serving the transport companies to be able to plan the commuting rush more than actually anyone because you know it doesn't it 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 does not make life easy if schools are opening at the same time that offices are work uh, offices are opening, And anyone who's had to juggle those things knows that that nightmare hour between 8am and 9am when every second counts. And, you know, I know there are probably a few people that are taking a few gulps at the moment just to steel themselves to that, you know, um, outside world life kicking back in again, you know, returning back to the office and commuting, etc. So I think it's a big thing. So what would be your advice for anyone that maybe is feeling a little bit overwhelmed by all of these new... Um, rules, new principles, new patterns that are starting to emerge. September 2021, there seems to be a lot of um, kind of seasonal change that's just suddenly kicked in. So in your experience of working with, you know, loads of people over the years in a capacity as a coach, what helps people to retain a sense of empowerment through all of that? Mm.
1: I think knowing and recognising that, you know, you are the centre, if you like, of your life-work balance and you know it's actually making sure that you know you take work under your control i think that really helps it's maintaining that balance that harmony um in in a way that suits so you know that that mutually agreed what's going to work here um and being realistic i think that's the that's always been the key one people that i've coached over just not now but previous you know they would take on so much and i think people have taken on even more because they have this, don't have this traditional nine to five anymore. It's sort of you know what is it, um, you know. So making sure you're being realistic um, and paying attention to the small things. So again, recognizing when you are feeling tired or fatigued, or you know you've realized that you haven't had to put in a break, or you know you're the one that's in control of your diary. And that's why, you know, this Zoom Zoom fatigue or Teams tiredness has been the one where people are going, I really don't want to go on another call. So again, that's evolved. You know, so again, if you're managing a team, maybe you have a no camera meeting every now and again, but just keep people engaged Um, around it but you know that same same things that help with our well-being making sure that you've got your routine in place and you've you've structured it well you have that balance and that harmony for life and work um you know the the old old ones about making sure you walk and have exercise and eat and and more importantly find time to relax Um, and the other one which is playing out at the moment is time wasting you know, try and eliminate wasting time. I mean, I did that today. I should have been doing some reading. And I sat in and I thought, oh, I've got a pile of paper here. Let me just sort through that. And then I just sorted through that. And I thought, oh, I could maybe put something in a nice folder. So I went and stuck some <laughs> lovely stickers and write on that. And then I sorted out the paperwork that I haven't gone through properly. And it was like, and, oh, uh, uh, Debs uh, is
0: available uh, for the time management <laughs> course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Secret summer coach that's what Secret,
0: this is. yeah, that's what
1: this is. I'm telling you as it is. We all do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it was that bit you know, and whereas before I think you would have if you were in the office, you would have probably gone well, I know I would have done it when I did in office would just go over and have a chat. So now we haven't necessarily got that capability to just get up and wander over and have a natter. Um, so yeah, we we find other things to waste time.
0: Yeah. Um, I've, I've found it really invigorating actually to sort of hear from um, clients you know uh, a couple of uh, organisations we work with who have got a sizable number of people you know a couple of thousand people working for them in various different guises but some new rules they've put in no meetings Zoom uh, uh, virtual meetings between 12.30 and 1.30 every day so much so when we were looking at scheduling in a programme with them we're not allowed to touch them before 2 o'clock you know in the afternoon and actually being able to stick with that and it's having those Kind of new rules and almost that kind of new approach, and I think September is just such a great time. Like a January, um, there's uh, never a better time to just you know reinvent yourself. It's like Freshers Week for anyone here that ever went to uni. This is like your Freshers Week. You can be whoever you want to be because this is the season of um, renewal, isn't it? They're kind of uh, where where things start to kind of drop off <laughs> and start to get ready for the next season. So I think just like getting ready for school, you got to get your timetable sorted, as you said, what Do I want to be doing? Where do I need to be and get my timetable sorted? I love a color code to be fair, that keeps me on track. So, uh, orange is always my working color, um, green is always my kind of preparing color, and then pink is the fun, and then blue is the admin, and then yellow is a little bit of time to do something other than all of those things. And it's you can to go see, don't do it some glance. dance
1: that's what it is. You've going Absolutely. to listen to some house music, that's it. Yes, yeah, so some happy hardcore house, exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the the, um, but what that means is visually, at a glance, I can see, geez, you know, all I'm doing is sort of one colour or not. So it allows you, like a school timetable, to give yourself a balanced education because you didn't do wall to wall maths. You know, a, an education, for those of us lucky enough to have had an education that we felt gave us value, it kept us kind of balanced and rounded. So, same with us, get your timetable sorted, view it as six week term half term blocks and that's the other gift of that metaphor of school you don't do 12 months solid running at the same pace there is that natural kind of seasonal calendar so here we are in September what's going to be your six-week plan your six-week focus what's your definition of success what would be a way in which you would kind of evaluate how well you've done and view it as a six-week sprint and then it just means you can then it feels less relentless because I am such a one Debs for thinking here we go it's September September. Run, 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 and I can rest on Boxing Day. <laughs> and you sort of look at the next refuge point in your schedule as Christmas, yes. which means you end up like exhausted running towards yeah. Christmas. So I've really found uh, the last couple of years, viewing it like a school calendar, it's yes. done like that for a reason. You know, you yeah. can't, you can't run is. for that whole time.
1: No, you can't. And that's why it's so ingrained in our brains, really, you know, that that's why we quite like that rhythm of school, because because of that. So if we can replicate that in our adult life in a similar way actually we then feel safe because it's what we've always done. And I think that's what's really important then to enable us to have that, oh, this is okay. I'm okay because I've got my schedule. I know what I'm doing. As you said, chunking into that six week, just like school, because we are so used to that because that's what we grew up with.
0: I love it. So actually in times of newness is having that comfort blanket of familiarity isn't it you know and and here's the thing you see that DJ just to wrap up the story um, I was saying to him what do you find the best way to listen to music he said on vinyl and I thought there we go you know even though you have all of this you know kind of new stuff and all these new ways of dressing things up and making it sound different and overly complicated you know in the words of uh, Sarchi and Sarchi, brutal simplicity is the ultimate intelligence the more complicated you make things sound it's because you don't really know what you're talking about and at the end of the day working is changing but um, so are you you know and so we all have the choice this is an opportunity to think about what's going to work for you Um, so super coach running time management courses
1: (laughs) (laughs) when was that? when's that one Law? I've missed that absolutely
0: well obviously one of your most successful graduates Um, so um, (laughs) what would be your call to action this week as we set up for September?
1: yeah I think put yourself in the heart of what you're doing and think about where's your focus going to be. Just like you said, Law, chunking it down like that and actually visually seeing where you're spending your time. And then making sure that you've got your working schedule really nailed, with obviously some flex in there, not too much though. And making sure that you know you absolutely have a set hours of work. Then you have some set hours of leisure and set hours of play. But actually, take the mo take that moment to work out what does that color coding look like for you. Just do it over the next six weeks and see where you know you can create that balance and harmony of that life work for yourself. Because you're you you know you you will thank yourself for it. Come the thirtieth of October, whenever October is, or you know October comes, and that's it. So yeah, do that one.
0: Love it. My share of the secret would be, think of someone in your life who's feeling really bored, run down, feeling like work has has taken over everything. Get them to listen to this and then invite them out for a big night out. Inject some fun into each other's lives because that's the other thing about school. Often when we look back nostalgic, that was where the fun happened as well because you feel sort of carefree. And it's amazing how sometimes a good night out or just a good catch up or good meal out whatever can just transform how you feel Otherwise, it all just feels like work, and it's that you know it's that balance that is uh, is, is going to be uh, give us the energy to kind of enjoy it as we go. Because if you're here, it's a gift, hey. So how do we kind of you know make the best of it? So yeah, think of a friend, phone them up organise a night out have a bit of fun and uh, yeah it'll be great to get some feedback as well in terms of what's worked for people as we set up for September so in um, September then our season um, focus is going to be on ways of working so really looking forward to exploring more of this wonderful world boy how things have changed you know from the days where I was first standing up doing workshops with an overhead projector where you wrote on acetate (laughs) your time management tips (laughs) (laughs) so <laughs> uh, look at us now we're going to be injecting each other with soluble knowledge by the end of this decade I reckon but anyway wow so much change so I'm really looking forward to exploring more in September with ways of working have a fantastic week Debs
1: you too Law. look after yourself won't you
0: yeah love it and uh, you are right, just emailing me over that homework just so yeah I of can... course I'll send <laughs> yeah, it lovely. don't you
1: worry I've got your back
0: <laughs> fantastic nice <laughs> one Debs right love you bye. love you bye, bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us an email on secretsfromacoach at aol.com or follow us on Instagram at secretsfromacoach.